Greetings, dear listeners, and welcome to Real Skiers with Jackson Hogan. Greetings, dear listeners, and welcome to the ever-expanding buffet that is Season 2. This is your host, Jackson Hogan, back to regale you with, well, everything there is to know about alpine skiing. In today's episode, I sing the praises of continuing education, particularly in the arcane art of boot fitting. Proper boot fitting is the essential foundation for all skiing skills development. If your boots don't fit properly, you are so hopelessly handicapped that you may give up the entire enterprise altogether, as indeed our 85% dropout rate among first-timers has demonstrated over the many years that skiing has been trying to take this measurement of, of its success at recruitment. Now, no one is born a boot fitter. It's a set of skills that have to be learned, and learned over time, by the way. You, one two-day session is not necessarily going to anoint you as a great boot fitter. And without trained boot fitters, our little ski trade is going to be in a lot of trouble. Not that it isn't already. <laughs> we have fewer quality ski shops, we have fewer qualified boot fitters, and we're aging out our population of quality boot fitters. Formal training in these skills has never been more important. Now, this may sound like a trade topic, but it couldn't be more important for all skiers of every stripe. I broach the subject now because the best training program currently running in the U.S., called MasterFit University, is again touring the U.S. starting next week. MFU, if I may call it that, provides essential hands-on training. Hands-on is so key. You get to play with all this stuff. Ruin boots you're trying to learn how to blow up. You get to really sit down with incredibly good faculty and discover firsthand how you do some of the more arcane processes that can actually change people's ski lives, and maybe in some instances their entire lives. At least that's my, been my experience. MasterFit is sponsored by everyone in our business. There isn't a boot brand known that isn't in on this, and there isn't a boot brand known that doesn't want to be in on this, because it is simply the best building ground we have for developing new talent. The importance of boot fit training, I, I don't think it's new. I remember taking boot fit training back in the 70s from a guy named Doug Killam. Back in the day, Doug was the only game in town. Gradually, several brands got involved in hands-on boot training for their key dealers, but there are no boot brands that currently run their own fitting seminars in this country. There's one other insole brand, CDAS, that conducts their own boot fitting seminars around the country, but they haven't been at that particular business for as long as MasterFit. The importance of boot fit training isn't new. Capable boot fitting has always been a key component of what makes a good ski shop. Although it's not all that makes a specialty shop special, it's first on the list. Do the boot fit properly, and the customer will be teed up to succeed. If you do it poorly, even a good athlete may give up in pain and frustration. I'm not theorizing about this. I hear the testimony of skiers every day that I'm fitting boots at Bobo's in booming Reno, Nevada. But let's get back to what makes MasterFit University's essential training so essential. It's because they teach a method, and it's simple and it's non-ideological. It's also practical. All the instructors that teach these methods are active shop owners or managers who work the front lines. If the basic disciplines taught at MFU are followed, some 85% or so of all boot fits will be fine and functional. That's right, there'll still be failures. No one bats a thousand at this game. 
but 100% of the people who don't get this training, or its equivalent, will most likely be terrible boot fitters, either because their methods are too inflexible, which I've seen, or because they have no method at all, which is more common. Which raises an interesting point or two. How do I know if I'm in the right shop? And even if I am in the right shop, how do I know if I got the right guy or gal? By the way, within every shop, there normally is a Yoda, who knows just about everything there is to know, and there are also a couple of weak links, and you just don't want to be in front of the weak link if you can avoid it. Now, to find the right shop, use Jackson's List. This is an upcoming list that I've created of roughly 300 specialty shops in the U.S. that have trustworthy boot fitting. But it's not here yet, so you can go to a place called bootfitters.com and you'll find the people that have been through this MasterFit University training. Once you've identified the shop you want to go to, you still have to make sure that you're in front of the right person. After all, the shop's not going to fit you. A specific person is. Try to make an appointment in advance with a specific boot fitter, not just with the shop, but with, with another person you specifically want to sit down with. Now, how can you evaluate your boot fitter? Suppose you don't have the advantage of picking the boot fitter that you want, and somebody sits down in front of you and says, howdy, and they introduce themselves. How are you going to know if this person is the right person? How does that boot fitter earn your trust? This is essentially what ought to be happening in the first five minutes of a boot sale. So I completely laid out in detail in an essay I wrote under that name on realskiers.com. You'll find it in the Revelations Library. Let me summarize the first five minutes here. When you sit down in front of your boot fitter, they are going to first put you in the right position to evaluate what they want to evaluate next. They're going to do what we call an assessment. And to do that assessment, you just can't be slumped over or sitting any way you like. So one of the ways you can tell right away whether you're sitting in front of the right person or not is are they asking you to get in the right posture? Are they putting their hands on you and actually putting your knees and your feet where they want them to be before they do an evaluation of you? If they're not putting their hands on you, of course, they might have a little preamble given the COVID circumstances. I would like to be able to see your bare feet. I would like to be able to touch them with my gloved or non-gloved hands because you have plenty of sanitizer everywhere. But you can't just look at the skier you are going to want to put your hands on. You, being the boot fitter in this context, you're going to want to touch their bare feet. And you're going to do some fundamental tests. You're going to test for ankle range of motion. It's a very simple test. I'm not trying to train you how to do it, so I'm not going to tell you about it, but it just takes seconds to do. And then you're going to do what's called a windlass test, and it's a test for how stiff your arch is, and it also gives the boot fitter the chance to feel your arch and to evaluate it more closely than he can by just staring at it. That is the bare minimum a good boot fitter should be doing. That is not the maximum. That's not like, oh my gosh, you're going to do all of that. That all of that, quote unquote, takes about 30 seconds to do an ankle range of motion test and a windlass test on two feet from a reasonably compliant customer. There are other things that can be done and there are other things that within a given shop will be done. Some test for forefoot alignment as a matter of routine. Again, I'm not here to teach you how to do that. I'm just here to prepare you for the possibility that they'll ask you to turn away from the boot fitter, put your knee down on some surface, and they'll support your foot and they will start to examine your forefoot in a way that may not have happened the last time you got boots, say. 
They may use a 3D scanner to get a complete image of the foot. There are dozens of shops in the U.S. now that have effective 3D scanners, and they may want to put you through that program because it gives them a very clear image of where they want to go with you as a boot fit customer. They may take an imprint of the plantar surface or the bottom surface of your foot, see what that looks like. It's quite revelatory about the arch and kind of tells you where you want to go in terms of supporting that plantar surface. Your boot fitter may look at fore-aft balance. Your boot fitter may look at your lateral stance alignment. In fact, any boot fitter is always looking at your lateral stance alignment and trying to figure out exactly what manner and extent of compensation you might need for that. Plus, you may have to be dealing with a particular abnormality, such as a limb length difference. Before they proceed to put you in a boot, they're going to put you in a thin ski sock. You're going to be buying that thin ski sock, by the way. You may request a thick one, but they will not give it to you. <laughs> They're a good boot fitter. They will resist your request and explain to you why that is a bad idea. I won't take your time to explain it right now, because I think most of my listeners are well aware that thin wins when it comes to ski sock construction. And by the way, having a fit sock that the shop owns and retains after you've put your feet in it, that era is over. So if you don't want to buy a sock as a condition of sitting down to look at boots, I suggest you bring a clean bagged sock from home. But buy another ski sock, for Lord's sakes. You're going to be getting into a $700 boot. You can afford a $20, $25 ski sock. And your competent boot fitter is going to be recommending more than likely an off-the-rack or custom insole. I don't want to get into too much detail on this. Is it custom necessary at all times or is an off-the-rack adequate? The basic issue to remember here is that your arch needs support in a ski boot. If it doesn't naturally just lay down in the bottom of the boot such that nothing will ever fit under it, it, then maybe I could excuse you. But generally speaking, what comes in the boot is meant to be disposed of. What I mean comes in the boot, when it comes in the boot as an insole is meant to be disposed of uh, and replaced with something that is more substantive and a better match for that particular skier. And finally, the really good boot fitter is going to ask you a lot of questions, maybe on a form, in fact, that they ask you to fill out in advance in this COVID era. But however the feedback is requested, the good boot fitter is going to want a lot of feedback. They'd like to know about what skis you've used, where you've skied, how you ski, how aggressively you ski, how fast you ski, how long your last pair of boots lasted. There's a whole litany of questions which can be revelatory in terms of putting the boot on you that you're probably going to have for the next 10 years. So consider that. This is a long timeline event. This is not an event in which you should be making snap judgments in the first 30 seconds. The classic rebuttal of every customer who's ever had a boot put on their foot is, ah, my toes at the end is too short. Your toe will always find the end of the right size boot when you first go in it. That is a guarantee. It's not a problem. It's what should be happening. When the boot is buckled and you have a chance to flex it, your toe will come off the end. And now you can begin to have a real discussion about what else is going on inside the boot. Because believe me, no boot fitter deliberately goes in the back room and picks out a boot saying, <laughs> I wonder which one I can find that's just a little too short so that the pain will be magnificent. That's not anybody's objective. A good boot fitter is trying to put you in the right boot immediately. They are not paid for how long they keep you captive. 
The purpose is to get this in and done, not necessarily while taking the better part of your remaining lifetime. Now, why else should you go see MasterFit? Why not go to see any other possible event? Well, first of all, if it isn't another CETUS event, I don't know where you're going to go. But more importantly, the quality of the instruction wall-to-wall. They have a fantastic faculty. Mark Elling, who tends to run the show from the front of the room, does a fantastic job, whether he's animating the full audience or whether he's working one-on-one in a seminar. Jim Schaffner from Start House is brilliant and self-effacing and clever and funny and enormously competent at all the seminars that he teaches. Sam Tischendorf, unfortunately, our one lady instructor, and she is just fantastic, absolutely brilliant. If you get to spend a morning or an afternoon with Sam, you will never regret it. Uh, Jack Rafferty has never seen a boot or a skier, I should say, (laughs) that he hasn't been able to fit. Uh, He teaches some of the dark arts, which are an amazing ability to reason your way through an incredibly problematic foot and still come away with a happy skier. Maybe not skiing the same way you or I would ski, but a happy skier nonetheless. Bob Gleason is a fantastic, animated, humorous, and brilliant, and enormously experienced, both ski tester and boot fitter. Greg Hoffman totally gives himself over to his clinics. I've never seen anybody roll on the ground so much while trying to teach people why it's important to do an evaluation of the forefoot, for example. Mark Stewart from way back east there in Golkimo land is a brilliant instructor. For the newbies, Charlie Bradley and Pat Sullivan do a great job. I mention all these names because they give their all to give this instruction. It is a sacrifice, believe it or not, because they have to crisscross this great land of ours to these four locations. And if you are a ski dealer, write these dates down. October 18th and 19th in Colorado Springs. October 25th and 26th in State Line, Nevada. That's South Shore for those of you out-of-staters. In Seattle, Washington, November 1st through 2nd and November 10th through 11th in Southern Vermont. Before getting off my soapbox this week, I want to add one point about MasterFit University, and it's the same thing that would be true of SUDIS and any other program that may pop up in the interim. There's no certification involved here. There's no test at the end. No one really finds out whether or not people attending were paying much attention or not, although one likes to think that those there doing continuing education as podiatrists are at least taking notes. But we don't really know whether the seed being dispensed has fallen on fertile ground or fallow, which is a pity. But this is what we've got. It's the best we've got. And I'm sorry that all you get is a certificate rather than the certainty that the person really understands everything that's going on. But realize that if a shop at least has been to MasterFit, they've been exposed to the best ideas. They've left with a manual that is fabulous. If only all attendees would actually read the MasterFit manuals for the courses they take, they are an incredible resource of information that should be in every ski shop in America. Well, I think I've reached the point where continuing this harangue is not likely to increase attendance, so I will descend my soapbox, but I do encourage every specialty shop in America to support the MasterFit program because it at least lays a foundation that allows the American skier to go into some 300 storefronts in this country and be sure that they're going to get somebody in front of them who knows what the heck they're doing. This has been Jackson Hogan. Brought to you once again by the abundantly generous folks at realskiers.com. 
This has been Real Skiers with Jackson Hogan. Thanks for listening.